People, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show, bringing to you today and reporting live and, of course, the last day here in Vientiane, Lao. Guys, as always, I do these traveling pods to give you a nice, a nice feel of what I actually go into in this country. <sighs> just full of gracious beings. See, I was supposed to do this earlier, but I didn't have my energy. I didn't get much sleep last night because it got a little bit crazy. And, you know, you know, a couple Long Islands happened, you know. Well, I wouldn't say a couple. One Long Island happened, then a shot of Patron, and then I was done. You see what I'm saying? So, anyways, I want to talk about the trip in general. And so, I uh, remember yesterday, man, I'm stumbling all over my words. I literally just woke up from a nap. Um, Basically... I gave you guys the prelude yesterday, and now I'm just going to talk about everything in general. So, like I told you guys, Air AirAsia, uh, the check-in, it's funny, because checking into Dongmung, five minutes, I already told you that on the episode before this, the Ramble of Positivity, well, two episodes ago, on the Ramble of Positivity, but Air Asia, while we were ascending, there were a lot of clouds uh, getting out of Bangkok, but when we were coming in here, it was just bananas, I mean, there was like probably about two to three minutes where we were going through some really nasty, dark gray clouds. And, of course, he was making a right-hand turn. It was like a 360-degree turn or maybe a 275 or maybe a 315. I do not know. But this guy was turning. Uh, Well, of course, the pilot was turning, and we were just like – I was like, dude, this is crazy. But at the same time, at that moment, I realized that clouds cannot do anything to titanium. And then that sense of that sense of calm and peace came over me. And then I was listening to some Aloe Black, I Am The Man. So I was actually saying that while we were going through these clouds, saying, clouds, you will not stop me. But it's funny because, of course, you know, we landed, everything went well. And one thing I did not learn, of course, upon, um, upon landing was probably the, the failure. The failure in terms of so many other failures. And this is... The failure that has come with me for so goddamn long because you know what? (sighs) I didn't learn my lesson in Maldives last year, okay? Lesson in Maldives was, of course, getting the American currency or getting currency in general before going to your desired country. It's kind of like me going to Egypt or Morocco with Thai bot. Is that going to work? Of course not. That's not going to work whatsoever. And so I went to the Maldives with Thai Bot, and I almost died out there until, of course, the manager of the hotel I was staying at saved my life. So here I go. I landed, and I thought, Lao, listen, the last time I came to Lao was three years ago, guys. And the last time I came here, I did not have to pay for any ridiculous-ass visa fees. But you know what? Flew into the airport, and I didn't know what was happening. A lot of people were signing a lot of different applications, and I was like, what the hell is this? And so I went to the visa, you know, uh, to the immigration line, and he was looking through my passport. And I was like, why is he looking through my passport? And I'm like, a uh, visa on arrival? And he was like, uh, and he pointed me to the section where the visa on arrival was. And then it said visa fee, and I'm like, oh, my God. All I did was ring 60 U.S. dollars. That's it. For, of course, 24 hours because, of course, I didn't want to bring that much. But the thing is, I didn't even have an emergency fund, that just-in-case fund. So I did not learn from my past mistakes. So I ended up having to fork over 35 U.S. dollars, leaving me with only 25 U.S. dollars. And I was like, oh, my God. So I went outside the airport, which is extremely small, beyond small, smaller than small. It's probably about as big as Phuket Airport. Uh, out there in the south of Thailand. And, of course, two guys uh, from... 
this hotel was waiting for me, and we started talking about basketball, we started talking about football, we started talking about so many different things, he's like, yeah, I see that you're a teacher, because he ended up looking up some information on me to see if I was actually going to come and whatnot, and it's so funny, because we finally got to the hotel, this hotel is gorgeous, you can see it in the picture, we roll up, everyone already knew my name, hello Mr. Buck, hello Mr. Buck, hello Mr. Buck, and I'm like, oh, my God, I got a welcome drink, and then uh, you guys can see in the picture that the check-in desk is so funky. It's so awesome how they did this hotel. And I'm just, and then the manager comes out, and he starts talking to me, and we start talking about a lot of different things. And he said, yeah, I actually have a school with about three rooms about an hour and a half away from here, this and that, this and that. And he's like, hey, you know what? We'll have a drink later on tonight. And so that gave me such an overwhelming feeling of just comfort. I've never had that before. Yes, I mean, I checked in probably 11 o'clock at night in Bali in, at the Sintesa Jimbaran. But at the same time, that guy was extremely, you know, he was very, very, very thankful. And he was very, he helped me with everything, right? And when I woke up, there was this girl there. Oh, my God, I completely fell in love with her. But she's like, oh, my God, what do you want to do? Okay, so we could do this. We could do that. She was the sweetest, the, the sweetest of sweethearts. Um, but this place in terms of service, I think it's unmatched because these people, there's something within them and they love to smile from the heart and the, the, the women, especially, uh, then they're very, very fair skin. Uh, they almost look like the Korean Japanese without the eyes, of course, but they're so beautiful from inside to the outside. I went to a restaurant and I walked in and there was this girl from the technical college and they have these, you know, these designated uniforms that they have to wear. And, you know, uh, I said, do you have a menu? You know, I'm trying to, you know, speak to them and I'm like, okay, maybe they speak Thai. So I started speaking Thai and I was like, yes, this is excellent. So they all smiled and they continued to look at me and they continued smiling at me. You know, I remember the first time I was in Thailand, I was like, yeah, they smile at me too. But actually, they smiled at me, and they were actually making fun of me in Thailand, probably saying all sorts of things about the color of my skin. Who knows? But you know what? The, that, I don't give a damn about Thailand. I'm talking about Lao people. They are extraordinary. Went to the restaurant. They helped me so much. Unbelievable service. I walked all the way back to my hotel, and then, of course, I met up with the manager later on in the evening, and we talked about a lot of different things uh, in terms of, uh, you know, what – uh, what he's doing, what he's going to do, you know, us, you know, basically linking up and doing a couple of things and, you know, me possibly coming back sometime later on this year to do a life work assignment in terms of volunteering and teaching kids probably for two to three days in a very, very rural area. See, this is what I've always wanted to do. And so, I mean, it was just, it was just wonderful on so many terms. I mean, I can't even... It is funny because, I mean, guys, if you say, well, you were there three years ago. Well, the thing is, I flew into Udon Thani, which is just over the river, probably uh, probably about 30 minutes uh, inward. And I took a minivan up to the borderline. And then the borderline, I switched over. I got a cart, or I guess they say a tuk-tuk, to come into the city. And I stayed at a really terrible bungalow that was filled with, like, spider webs and all these spiders. Well, obviously with the spider webs. And then all these mosquitoes. I was getting my ass ate up all night. Couldn't even sleep. <sighs> what the hell is that noise? 
okay, I don't know what's going on out there. Anyway, so, yeah, I got the visa, and then I ended up hanging out with this guy. I ended up trying to get some West. I had to go to another hotel, and then all these things happened at night. Got robbed from a tuk-tuk, picked up my visa the next day, went back across the border, went to Udon Thani. It was just a, too much of a journey for me. But today, it's much easier. I mean, guys, my flight is literally in three hours. I'm at my hotel, but guess what? The, the airport is just five minutes away. No, I don't hear planes landing. I don't hear this or hear that. They don't even have, it's not even that busy. I straight check in five minutes and I'm finished. And this is why I love coming to these really, really small remote countries. This reminds me a lot like the Maldives. Um, and even, of course, Damag International Airport out there in Thailand. It's so quick and it's so comfortable. So, I mean, what can I really say from this trip? What would I rate this trip? An absolute, well, you know what? I'm not going to rate it a 10 just because I only came here for a day. I really want to see, and flying in, I actually saw some of those rural villages scattered all, you know, uh, you know, on the dirt roads and stuff. That's what I want to visit. When I come outside my hotel and I walk just probably, what, 50 meters away, there were a couple of, uh, like, hair salon uh, shops, and they all looked at me, and they all smiled at me, and they all giggled and stuff like that. And they're just a kid. Man, they're just so cute. Man, you know, they're just, man, they're just wonderful from the heart. That's what I'm trying to say. So, I'm just grateful enough. April, I went to Malaysia. Last month, I went to Singapore. This month, I went to Laos. Next month, I'm going to Malaysia twice. And I realized that there is another, uh, what is it? There's another break because it's going to be Mother's Day. So there's going to be another four-day weekend in August. So that has the potential of being a Bali trip or that has the potential of being a Filipino trip. Not really sure at this moment. But, guys, I mean, every month I'm traveling. And you guys are like, well, you're spending a lot of money. No, I'm still saving a bunch of money, too. And now me, of course, being back on this ridiculous-ass schedule, beginning Saturday, I'm talking about probably nine different, cl- you know, what, nine hours on that day. Monday's the lightest day I'm going to have. I mean, not Monday, Sunday. Because, of course, Monday, that's when I get back to the crazy-ass schedule, and then Tuesday's ridiculous. Wednesday's going to be ridiculous. Thursday, Friday, you name it, I'm just busy every day. I got to keep myself busy, and I'm keeping on... Sp- what the fuck is going on? Oh, sorry. Anyways, I don't know what's going on out there, but you know what? I'm just... Ah, gotta keep yourself busy. Keep yourself doing what you love to do. You guys gotta be able to travel, man. I know a lot of you Americans out there, you guys are like, man, Lao, Vien Chan, that's too far for me. Okay, go into your neck of the woods. Get your feet wet. Go to Mexico. Okay, uh, I don't want to go to Mexico. Okay, well then go to Costa Rica. That's the best place to go in, um, what is it, in Central America. Now, yeah, a lot of people will say, well, Nicaragua and, you know, Guatemala... And El Salvador are probably not good places to visit. But you know what? Honduras, Panama, and Honduras, Panama, and Costa Rica are perfect. Okay, so I mean, I just can't stress it enough, man. This really changes who I am and how I view life. So that is basically the 24 hours, my 24-hour layover here in Vientiane, Lao. And now it's time for me to go head out. So you guys... Oh, I got a podcast interview coming tomorrow morning, which is going to be spectacular. So, guys, stay tuned for that. Show notes will be coming up, of course, later on in the evening when my content writer does that. So, lots of things coming out, guys. I'm so grateful for it all. I got some of the pictures on my blog and whatnot. If you guys want to see more, I'll post more on Twitter. Sorry I didn't get a chance to do the video because I didn't get the SIM card because I got robbed of the visa fee. And, of course, I was ill-prepared. But you know what? Didn't spoil the trip, baby. I came out on top, and I am... 
And this is only the beginning of what's about to, you know, be probably three more trips over the next two months. So, guys, stay tuned for more, man. I'm just so grateful for all of you out there who are listening to me, too. So, guys, as always, if you liked it, shared it. If you shared it, that means you liked it and reporting live for the last day. From V and John Lau, this is your host, Arsenio, as usual. I bit my tongue while I was saying that. Over and out.